He wasn't ready for it. So if no, I we've got a we've got a stinger now. I'm playing the stinger. Right. You guys can't hear it. But it is so stinger. It's Wednesday and game night is now. I touched the wrong. I'm playing the stinger again. Anyway, if I fuck up the muting, sorry. It's Wednesday and game night is now. I'm Dan, joined as always by Flippin' Sweet himself, Jeff. When's game night? Now. That was right, Steve, now. if you would have said now, that would have looked real cool. And I'm Steve, sorry. what's going on? How are them sniffles treating you? We'll work on the choreography. Yeah, shitty. Yeah. Shitty, shitty. So uh, Steve uh, said in the little pre-show that uh, he will try his best to mute his microphone and move away while sneezing, but please forgive him. Yeah, uh, we could also we, we could also introduce now. a whole new audience of people that are really into like sick people. Like there's a whole facet of the internet. There's a whole market we're not tapping. Yeah. In. Just it's usually girls with the sniffles, but I feel like an underappreciated market is the guy the people looking for guys like, with sniffles. Gamer guy with a sniffle. He's gonna become a whole new genre. <laughs> I mean, if bathwater was a thing, was why isn't somebody just like <clears throat> Yeah, because oh, guys are fucking gross. <laughs> just, just send that. Uh, what's that new virus going around that's killing all the people? Coronavirus. Coronavirus. That sounds like a party. Do you think it's like a coincidence that the coronavirus is going around and the new Fast and the Furious trailer is dropping on Friday? I think Vin Diesel's <laughs> behind all of this. What are the What are the symptoms? Travel tattoos and <laughs> Jeff, what are you been playing this week? What have I been playing this week? That's a good question. That's why I write it down now. I've been playing Tokyo Mirage Sessions Sharp FE. How's that dancing uh, going? It has taken me so much effort to get into. Yeah. But it's finally starting to pick up. And I went, oh, okay, I want to keep playing. And then, like, I'll be off the bus or I'll get to work. And I'll be like, yeah, I don't feel like playing it when I get home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I played uh, the world's saddest Diddy Kong 2 stream <laughs> yesterday. Uh, some Rocksmith 2014. I picked up a new guitar over the weekend. Um, didn't you just pick of... up a new guitar last week too, or was that the... was that was the, the was stretch of just days. adjacent to the to last week? No, that was, that was Friday. Okay. Uh, I played a little bit of Temtem and Fire Emblem GameCube. I exercised a 33 year old Vendetta with Mike Tyson from Mike Tyson's Punch Out. I saw that. And uh, a little bit more Trials of Cold Steel. Um, yeah, you need to play uh, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out Blindfolded now, now that you're an expert. You can start it, doing that speed run. I just barely got it in under the uh, third-round bell. Yeah. I'm they, not for uh, sure if it went this, to... This year's GDQ had people playing it blindfolded, two people playing the same controller. So I one person... It, uh, emulated. Yeah. And that was very hard because <laughs> the... Uh, it feels like a different kind of D-pad than a NES controller. Yeah, are you playing with a like with a controller with a D-pad on it, or are you playing trying to play with an analog stick? Because I, I use an Xbox One controller. Okay, but it was uh, like they were like, just don't move to the left, just tap to the left. I was like, got it, and he's like, I'm gonna take my time getting over here, and then I yeah. couldn't counter punch. I, I think there's a little bit of that lag that uh, you know the LCD per, like oh my con- god contributes the, so. So he, he, like, winks at you before he goes to throw a jab, and yeah. that's, like, when you move and do your hit. <laughs> I have moved and got back. The fist is right here on Little Mac, mm-hmm. where he dodges it entirely Yeah, uh, because of the way the frames work on a modern monitor. See, it's so just it very weird to watch. I didn't, I didn't realize, like, I thought people were just being whiny bitches when they're like, oh, we need to play on a CRT. That's the only way to play. And, 
you know, when we get to what I've been playing this week, which is something that you've been playing this week, I, I see it now. I see the, mm. the, the, the input lag that people talk about with, with modern televisions. But yes. uh, we'll get there when we get there. Steve, what are you playing? Uh, I've been playing The Witcher 3. Oh, yeah? Past the week. Went back. Uh, yeah, it's. I didn't make it very far my first playthrough, but I didn't have a connection to the game either. So I think I played Witcher 1 or 2 for maybe like 10 hours, but it didn't, didn't grab me hard enough. And I did enjoy 3, but when you step away from the intro zone, which is just like a nice compact map full of quests to get you on board it turns into like a Skyrim-esque go anywhere, do anything. Mm, so distracting. And, yeah, and I get so just like, well, here's a town full of stuff I could loot. And then by the time I'm done, I'm just like, ah, there's another game, I'll move on. So <laughs> now that I've watched the series and I'm more into The Witcher, I'm hoping that I want to get hooked into the story more and have it carry me through. Because I have a tendency to get more involved in the growth of my RPG character than the rest of the game. Sure. I'm just like, where's where's the next place I can go to get an ability point? Instead mm -hmm. of like, how do I further this interesting story? I think that uh, people have, have talked about that game being very hard to stay on main path with because of how excellent the side quests are. They... Yeah. Yeah, they, like, they are very yeah. well done. So I was doing that. Haven't played a whole lot. I'm glad you talked about Punch-Out because I watched a documentary on the Power Glove. Yep. Which I love the glove. I, I thought that was going to be kind of shitty, but it was actually really good. Um, they, they went into, in pretty quick fashion, all aspects of it, including the development and um, like how it was supposed to be a NASA project originally. And then a guy just wanted to be able to make a guitar, like an air guitar, basically, <laughs> and wound up trying to make money by just selling it to a game company. And the thing just completely didn't work when they brought it to Mattel. And I think they hooked it up to Punch-Out. And they had the lady put it on, and she just sort of wildly swung her fist and just of total fluke wound up knocking out Glass Joe and she was like we're gonna make this now <laughs> and, and they're like yeah she by all rights that never should have happened sure and so it was just that fluke that sort of started the ball rolling and it was interesting to see like how and why it kind of failed because they demanded that they speed up the release so they didn't have the software set for it so you had this glove that was capable of a lot more than any of the games were programmed to use it so mm -hmm. that would be like asking people to use the wii controller for uh gamecube games like it can do stuff but it's not meant to sure. do anything for any of those games so it just flopped and i was like it could have could have been something but i also what? didn't know that it worked by sound so that was cool i i did not know that either is yeah, that Alex or Amazon or YouTube? It's on Prime, I yeah, think, is Prime. where I saw it. But yeah, the um has these two little speakers on that thing on the fist, and it uses a form of sort of echolocation by bouncing the sound uh, from the one to all three of those weird-looking speaker things you have to put around your TV, mm -hmm. and then it does the same with the other one, and that's how it figures out and triangulates exactly where it is in space with pitch yaw and everything else and i was like no shit i never knew that it was i always thought it was you know like a tv remote infrared between yeah. all three sensors but no it really it works by sound 
That's and, crazy. Well, now yeah, I don't so, need to watch it. But it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't work by the speed of light. Then it works by the speed of sound. So mm-hmm. it's a little bit slower in input. Now, like, like like most of Nintendo's early dwellings, like everything was a much better idea than the execution. Because I feel yeah. like most of their peripherals, aside from maybe the light gun, the light gun was was pretty solid. But uh, yeah. Rob the robot didn't really serve a, a good purpose, and the uh, track and field pad was serviceable at best. But uh, I learned yesterday that I could play Virtual Boy in VR, so I'm going to red and black ruin my eyes. You're gonna play <laughs> some some tennis and some Wario's Woods and uh, mm-hmm. or is it Wario Land, not Wario's Woods? Wario, Wario Land. Land. Yeah, there's 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 a couple games on there that I wouldn't mind checking out. Yeah, no, that would be pretty I, cool. Did you did you see you can play? Uh, there's an they have an emulator that you can play NES games in 3D. Yes. Like they tilt shift you off the side, and like you can like play the NES games in 3D. Yes, I have not dabbled yet, but I am aware of its existence. <laughs> well, I feel like. The... Go, ahead, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was gonna. I was gonna move on. I was gonna say, I feel like that spirit of invention that used to we used to have back in the Nintendo days, where they would just make shit, didn't really work or do anything, but you know, you had options. I feel like that still kind of exists, but I just don't yeah, really it's recognize Nintendo. it. <laughs> well, no, like uh, Google Glasses, yeah. first release didn't go anywhere it's a piece of shit but it's sort of like you have to have the first entry piece of shit to get oh yeah we're, we're definitely we we are coming out of a very lame era of electronics the last i'm gonna say a good eight years like we've kind of perfected what a phone looks like we've perfected what a controller is like everything is just very samey and now we're starting to get weird again i mean especially when you look like folding phones yeah. and whatnot and like the, we're, we're getting weird again vr the things that are happening in the vr space and i'm definitely looking forward to where technology takes it because we've we've kind of perfected everything that we've done for the last 20 years and now it's time to get weird again yeah the the foldable phones was definitely my launching pad it's like oh yeah the first couple of these are gonna be real shit mm-hmm. but they're gonna figure <laughs> it out and uh vr i felt has been kind of stagnant a little bit because have you actually played vr though no well that's why the main the worst selling point and the main selling point of vr is you just have to try it yeah and if you try it you will be hooked on it but people don't or motion sick it's one or the other (laughs) yeah people don't talk about it as much and i i still feel like it's still in that development phase it's also hard to get a jumping off point like my boss was trying to get a What's the Facebook one? The, the not the Vive. No. The Rift. Yeah, Oculus. Yeah, and he was trying to get that forever. He got it, but he doesn't play it all the time. Like he's like, this thing is amazing. Uh, I play it like once a month. Yeah, that's the reason why I don't own one is because I know that it'll just sit there and do nothing. But it is definitely a great like showpiece. Like I know whenever I go, are you talking or just pointing? Because I can't hear you. I forgot to unmute myself. I said, you leave my PSVR out of this. <laughs> but I love playing PSVR when I go over to, like, Buddy's house that has it. But I yeah, know yeah, that I, I would, I know that I would never touch it if I bought it myself. It's, the one it's that I would ex- get is the, is the wire, completely wireless one. That one, I feel, has no barrier to entry. What is it, the Quest? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that one, like, I feel like the, plays the games good enough. You can hardwire it into your computer if you need to to play the games that require more GPU. But... You know, you can you can just plop it on somebody's head at a party and be like, "Here, play Beat Saber," and they'd get yeah, the idea. Sweat into this for me for a couple minutes. Yeah, I I think it's VR is really good, and I want to see it 
be a little bit better, but right now I still think it's in that novelty range until they can develop it further. No, Alex it's just it's, came. I was coming out. Yeah, we're gonna see what happens. The VR game that I had yeah. bought and didn't play yet because I've been sick. Half Life Alex is gonna be the, like the, the the mention, like the big, like especially if you get to play with those uh, the finger controllers. Yeah, it's uh, it's really immersive. Yeah, I, it's TV I want, punching great. I need it to get to the point where we have the. Uh, that running track where you can run in place so you can actually move around your world instead of awkwardly teleporting with your hands. That uh, That's the kind of stuff that I see like in arcades again, like the, the, the really immersive, crazy VR shit. Like that takes an <coughs> entire room up. Like that's, that excites me that there's a, there's a, a chance that we might see like the reemergence of a real arcade, not like a retro arcade. Yeah. Right. It's like stuff that you wouldn't be able to put in your house, but if you could put it into a decent-sized building, you could have a shitload of fun with it. Mm-hmm. Or we could just fuck off for, like, a thousand years and then get ourselves some holodecks. There you go. I don't know, man. I played pinball in VR, and that's a goddamn game-changer. I, I can't look at my machine the same way again. <laughs> you still kind of need that machine in front of you so that you don't fall over. You just need a controller that has the the width and the height. <laughs> it's just you just actually have the front end of a yeah, they build it. Uh, it exists. Yeah. There's plans out there. I might you know, make another one. <laughs> you don't want VR. What you want is a uh, what I want is like twenty five pinball tables in a small room and it's not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, you need the, the altered reality glasses so whatever pinball table you're looking at it just turns into a different one. Yeah, but that that would be interesting. Like that makes reality. Yeah, you cool. just have a plain table with two buttons on the side, and then it's just like, here's, you know. I mean, they have something like that where it's um, it's a modular pinball table where it's a digital screen for like three quarters of it, and then the back of it pops out, and it becomes a different game with different shots to hit. And... Yeah. Hmm. It's going to be like the old school. Multimorphic is what it's called. Yeah. yeah. It's, the, it's the version of the old school super relic tables that you'd, Take it and it's like a ping pong table. Then you lift up the whole ping pong yep. and flip Turn it, it over. And, you get a and it's a very weak <laughs> air hockey table. Or, the, yeah. or literally the worst, yeah, the worst pool table ever with these little yeah. sticks. Just the little sticks. Did, did I ever tell you where, that I used to have one of those and that I found I wanted it like one of those when later. I was a kid in the worst way. We we had one and it was sitting in my grandpa's garage forever and it disappeared one day. Had no idea where it went, and then I wound up getting my first car, which was a hand-me-down from him. And then later in the year, I had to get it inspected, and the guy was like, hey, uh, (laughs) we can't pass your car. There's a giant hole in it. Like, it rusted through, and I was like, I don't see any rust. He's like, for speed. (laughs) Yeah, he was like, no, no, come here, take a look at this. And he opens up the trunk, and I'm just looking at, like, the, the mat. And he lifts up the map, and I'm looking at the little soccer field. From, <laughs> from, I was like, hey, that's where that went. And then he picked that up, and then I'm looking at the road. And I was like, oh, I see. <laughs> well, yeah, if you take my soccer mat away, you could see through it. But, <laughs> but yeah. so I, I, too, have been playing Donkey Kong Country 2. Mother of God, that's a great game. Like you, I watched you play it, and I was like, oh, my God, I forgot. I love that game. That's like my favorite video game. <laughs> <laughs> and watching you play it made me so mad because I know, like, you don't run ever when you play. Like, you're very monot- like tedious and monotonous, which you need to be if you don't know what... <laughs> I'm next what, playing Zelda. If you don't know what's happening, you have to go slow because there's, like, you can just jump off the front of the screen and end up in some shit. But I know what all that shit is. And I burnt through the first two worlds, like, in 
I think it said like 28 minutes or something like that. Mm. And then I got into the like the carnival level. Did you make it there last night? Oh fuck no. No, I I flamed out real bad. Yeah. But uh there there's a a, a world called like Bramble Bramble Brush or something like that. That's exactly where I'm at. Yeah. In the uh Well no, that's the, the easy woodsy one. Stage. No, that's yeah, the easy the one. First one. There's yeah. another one of those in the next world that is <laughs> impossible. And I'm very mad at video games. It oh, got me the thinking. With, uh, the parrot? Yeah. It got me thinking. Dude, they don't make video games like that anymore. Like there was no. a time when we were kids that video games, it was just expected like, oh shit, this thing's hard and I'm probably never going to beat it. Like, could you imagine you know coming out with a video game like that, that like most people aren't going to beat? Do you know why? Why is that? Because when some little snot-nosed kid rents that and beats it in a weekend, he tells his friends, no need to buy this game. You could beat it in an hour. They made games artificially difficult to keep you playing them and buying them. Yeah. Um, I think that we lost the the sense of pride and accomplishment that comes with beating a very hard video game. And everyone says Dark Souls, Dark Souls this, Dark Souls that. I don't think Dark Souls is as hard as games used to be. No, it was made uh, for different, different reasons, though, because, yeah. I mean, the old school games were bastardized versions of arcade games meant to steal your quarters. And nowadays, it's just like, how much punishment can we put to somebody until they just say that this is an achievement feeling yeah which eh, it kind of is kind of isn't like the first time i played the witcher i played it on out of the four difficulties the third one because going up any higher is just an exercise and frustration to me and i remember there was a fight that you have to do when you get to the first major town where there's like you know a band of ruffians that attack you and they tore me apart like eight or nine times until I just was like, I can't fucking do it. And I lowered the difficulty and slaughtered them. But that was one of those things where it's like, if I could have just nailed it, I would have felt real good about it. I think RPG mechanics are ruining video games. They're so bleeding I, into everything. I was going to say, I actually like the um, the mechanics of Tokyo Mirage Sessions. It doesn't feel cheap and it doesn't feel easy. It feels like you need to learn your opponents mm -hmm. to be successful. No, it's, but that's what it's they... the, like the old school video games. Like you just, you just had, <laughs> I, I hate to be this guy, but you just had to get good at it. Like you, the only, the only XP you got was just you getting better at playing the video game. Like there was no, I can go back and grind some shit and get some better armor or get a better sword. And that's going to make it better. Like you just had to get better at the video game. Get um, good son. And the yeah. only, the only, it feels like the only genre that still carries that on are the bullshit procedurally generated rogue sons of bitches and that i don't want to play so i'm looking forward to the next generation of somebody coming in and making a hard video game that's actually like crafted to be hard not just hard by bullshit chance <laughs> dark souls Cuphead. i don't think dark souls is that hard <laughs> have you been it's it? more boring than it is hard yeah I no I, that's, get into dark that's, souls. yeah I, I fall off of it i don't really have a good time with it and i should yeah, that... i really should because the combat's very similar to like like an ocarina of time like that I... third person combat Lots I of read, I didn't read, but I watched this thing. I never fought this boss, but this guy went into this thing about why there was a specific boss in Dark Souls 2 or 3 that was so difficult. Uh, it actually it may have been the other one that they did, the one that only went to PlayStation. Uh, what the Demon fuck is Souls? it called? No, 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 no. The, uh, the one where... The, yeah, that's the one. And he said that at its heart, Dark Souls is a rhythm game. 
right? Mm -hmm. So when you fight an enemy, they may or may not telegraph their moves, but they always have a move set. So you need to react in rhythm to dodge, dodge, poke with your sword or whatever system of fighting you have. I think what you're trying to say is that uh, mechs needs to be Dark Souls on rock band drums. I've seen people do it on a series of potatoes. So uh, actually, no, there was a guy who beat one of the Dark Souls <laughs> on the Donkey Kong drums. Yeah, I saw mm -hmm. the Donkey Kong. Yeah. I saw that one and then somebody also beat it on a, like a guitar, like a rock yeah. band guitar. But the the combat always moves in a rhythm based system right so you know roll to the side because he's going to stab down roll to the side again because he's going to swing across and then you have your chance to swing and then roll back i think i need to get i think again, i need to get back again. into this because every other like all these games that have these really big skill trees and rpg mechanics and approach the bosses any way you can i always feel like i end up cheesing the boss like that's how i end up mm -hmm. beating everything i don't I don't feel like I'm playing it the way that the guy that made the game wants me to play it. It's just like, oh, I figured out that if I like stand behind this rock, I can just throw stuff at him the whole time and just chip away 1% at a time. And once that, I figure out that you can do that, I'm done. That's how I'm going to do it. I don't I don't feel like going back. That's how I beat that. Uh, was the cheap character from Breath of the Wild that you get the electric arrows Thund at? Thunderblade Ganon? Yeah. No, the, uh, the, the horse li guy. The Lionel? Like the Lionel, big Lionel yeah. guy? Once I found out that I could just hang out in a rock and take pot shots at him, that's yeah. all I did. Yeah. Yeah. And and Dark Souls, like, there might be a few bosses that have a cheesable thing, but their version of cheesing is man moding it where you just give up all of your armor. Just mm -hmm. fucking throw it all off so you have a maximum roll, which gives you the maximum amount of like iframes, invincibility frames. And you just have a better chance of dodging the attacks, but one hit and you're fucked, right? Mm -hmm. So it basically turns a boss fight into Donkey Kong Country hey, too. Yeah, you <laughs> you have higher survivability in your chances. With a shittier soundtrack, but, though. Yeah, but that is that's specific to Dark Souls One, which I'd actually recommend over all the other ones because Two wasn't made by the same people and is very sort of uh, chopped up, whereas One felt very fluid. You you just kind of moved from one area to the next. And I might was, need, I might need to go revisit very nice. that game. There's, well, it's, there's a Dark Souls remastered. Everyone says yeah, Bloodborne's dude. the best one, so I might need to check that one out too. Uh, you know what? I would maybe even just go with that. I can't say anything about it because I didn't play it, but if people say that's really good, I'd go for it. Um, but out of 1, 2, and 3, I think one remastered is going to get you exactly where you want to be. Okay. I'll, I'll give it a shot. I have not tried to play one of those games in a very long time, and I was very obsessed with, like, the Uncharted's of the world, which are some of the easiest video games ever. But um, good story. Oh yeah, like I was really, I really loved a game that had a good story, and now I think I've I've gone beyond like that style of game where it's like, oh, this is really easy to play. Uh, Unpopular opinion though, I like the Tomb Raider reboot more than the Uncharted series. If if they were all one series of game, Uncharted Two would be the best. Oh yeah. Then, but I like playing the, the Tomb second Raider series, Rise of the Tomb Raider would be. Was that the second one in the Tomb Raider series? Was it Rise? Shadow was Shadow was three. Shadow's three. So Rise, Rise was two. Was two. So just Tomb Raider. Rise one. of the Tomb Raider would be the second best game in that series. Then probably Uncharted four. Uh, the oh, first Uncharted Tomb Raider. Uh, Uncharted one. Well, Uncharted one and Uncharted three were kind of not great, but two and four were really good games. Dan, where are you at on The Witcher? Hmm. <laughs> Where are you at on The Witcher? The video game or the series? In general. 
Uh, I thought the series was really good. Um, it was one of those things that you couldn't think about it too hard because it was really, really hard to like weave the pattern of what the fuck was going on. But I thought it was really well done. Uh, I enjoyed the story. As somebody that doesn't really know The Witcher, I played The Witcher video game a little bit, but not enough to... That style of game is just not me, and that's why why I'm really nervous about Cyberpunk, because that game I think is going to be whatever what everybody's talking about this year, and I don't think I'm going to like it. But, I, I wonder if that yeah, but you liked uh, what is that the Outer Wilds Outer Wilds or... or Outer Worlds? Yeah, isn't that it was isn't fine? That... But I fell off of it. Like I I put you know 15 hours into it, and then I was like, ooh, controls way better. <laughs> I'm going to play Control yeah, instead, and now better. I'm playing Donkey Kong Country <laughs> two. So because I, I you're welcome. Hope... My hope is that it has the story talents of The Witcher, but has like, you know, the first person, but actually good gameplay of like a Fallout, right? Yeah. I love the first person shooting, moving, doing everything else, but I Fallout always had kind of a weak story to me. And honestly, I didn't care for that weird 50s setting. Like mm-hmm. I tolerated it because that See, was I, all I, I could use more of that. Like I, I when I like went back Bioshock. into Fallout, like I, I wish it would have leaned even harder into that fifties funny stuff. Like the the actual core gameplay of Fallout I think is not that great. No, um, it's not. But if you wanted to play an open world first person shooter, that's where you got. Yeah. So, and the shooting like, mechanics aren't great. So I mean you're no, you're they're, relying they're on bats shit. and then I don't know, I don't really like bats that much. I don't like slowing down. I'd I'd rather just I, keep going. I'm talking never... to a turn-based strategy guy here. I love slowing it down. Oh, I, know. <laughs> I never used VATS. I yep. just completely ignored it and played it like it was a first-person shooter. But this the story never really grabbed me. And I, you could say I'm a fan of the series, but I just mm-hmm. didn't get much out of it. Loosely that. a fan of the series. I mean, I, wa- I watched yeah. Tim Rogers' um, 45-minute pre-review of, of uh, <laughs> Based cyber- on Cyberpunk. <laughs> and I meant to watch that. <laughs> it's just very good. Anything he does is very good, but um, the the shooting because he kind of was playing the trailers in the background and, ex- and just describing it. The shooting actually does look really good. Like it looks like yeah. it's going to be a competent, you know, shooter. In addition right. to this huge open world with the you know, a, you know, another thing I don't like about open world games is I feel like it's the same thing about like procedurally generated horse shit, where there's just filler. There's just lots of filler. Nobody's mm-hmm. like crafting these spaces to be in you know, you know interesting for me to be in. The only game yeah. that the, with the exception of Zelda, which for some reason, even though it was very open world and very you can do whatever, I think the lack of RPG elements in that game is what made that game tolerable to me and and good. I think if you would have I, had I, a skill tree, that would have just ruined it for me. I think you get a mixed bag out of say like Skyrim or Fallout when it comes to such an open world and putting stuff in it because you might find a random dungeon or vault where something's going on and you don't know what's going on. It's really well done. Like the vault full of Gary's in whichever fallout that was. Did you? Spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> the last like fallout one... game I beat the whole way through was two. Going way back. Yeah. So you don't know about the vault of Gary's. You should YouTube it sometime. But like that was. What are we, a gaming podcast? Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was fun to run into, but most of what you're running into is just these shitty, dilapidated buildings that are meant for you being trash collector man mm-hmm. in the wasteland. And uh, so I think it depends on what you're doing out there. The same with Skyrim. Like, most of Skyrim is just junk, but occasionally you'll run into, like, uh, 
a temple or a quest or some cool dungeon. You're like, oh, I just ran into this without a quest. Let me see what's down in here and pretty sweet. But mm-hmm. if if it's more of that and less of just empty wasteland with trash collection points, uh, that's what I'm going to hope for. I think that um, you're not going to see. I think the population density and how it's not really a big sprawling open world. It's more of a tight city approach and you know going in and out of buildings so i mean i have faith in them they've been working on it for a really really long time and uh i'm hoping these last couple of months they have to polish it up will make it a really good game but uh all in all video games are too easy especially pokemon related video games like temtem i actually don't know if it's any good or not but jeff you played it Tell, tell it's me about pokemon without uh the brandy threatening yeah yeah (laughs) I'm not attached to a single fucking one of them. Um, I ended up accidentally picking the psychic one. They have um, a psychic starter. I think so. That's cool. Um, yeah, it, it, I think it looks better than Pokemon does, or the, the newest Pokemon does. Mm-hmm. Uh, the biggest selling point for me was, even though it's an MMO, I don't have to interact with anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, think I, I love hearing that. <laughs> yeah, I I looked up four or five different reviews before I pulled the trigger on it. And I was like, "But do I have to play with people?" I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the servers to stabilize. Like it, everything that I've read, it's you know just like a dumpster fire right now. So I haven't had any issues connecting, yeah, uh, or getting into it and playing around. But um, yeah, I don't know. It, it I think it's good to have this kind of competition because a certain uh, we'll call it a Pokemon company. Mm-hmm. Just a random Pokemon company <laughs> has uh, coasted for decades, selling you two copies of the same game. Yep. Uh, and just delivering the same fucking thing over and over again. How excited do you think these Temtem people were when everyone started getting pissed off about you know no shinies or no, no you know shinies in the open world and not having to complete decks and you know the how how cumbersome it is to to trade and battle and all that garbage like oh man we have all this shit figured out people are gonna love this thing it's published by uh humble too isn't it i I think they're publishing it it was a kickstarter game though okay yeah i don't know it's like i said it's early access i'm curious to see where they take it but for all intents and purposes it's fucking pokemon Mm -hmm. yeah my and as somebody who hasn't really paid attention after gen 2 for all I know, these could be actual Pokemon. <laughs> my note that I wrote to myself was that I'm surprised this didn't happen sooner. Yeah. Because people have been wanting a MMO Pokemon since we were in high school. Oh, yeah. Like, people were just dying. Back when it. MMOs were the thing. Yeah. That, you know, they... that everyone was trying to get the next great MMO out. And, you know, Pokemon Company and Game Freak just were like, nah, we're good. We're yeah. just gonna what keep if I gave the you the same, same game as last time, but it's a different monster? Yeah, they just come up with, you know, 150 new monsters. And I remember there was an old Kotaku article. There's where fucking they were... teacups in the new one. Yeah, yeah they were laughing at it because like, <laughs> they're just running out of ideas. They're like, here's a fork monster. Here's a, here's a glass <laughs> monster. So I'm actually surprised that Temtem created monsters that didn't infringe just because ideas are actually running out of yeah. monsters. They're like, oops, we accidentally ripped off four of them because I've got three that look like a cat. I would, I would absolutely hate to be on their legal team. 
because yeah. you know that they have just people looking at everything they're doing. It's just like make sure we don't get sued by Nintendo. We got to keep Nintendo's doing this. floating around poking I, it with a stick. Like, come on, give me a reason. I like <laughs> that it it almost feels like a just a well done Chinese ripoff of a of the game though, because it's got like the exact same pacing. They're like, you're gonna meet monsters in the tall grass. You're gonna but be they're a kid. cards, not balls. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be a kid who randomly goes to a professor. over there like what the what the fuck's going on are yeah. cards now <laughs> you're gonna go see a random professor who's gonna give you a choice of three nadamon <laughs> just as <laughs> but uh, it, how like, great it, would the name nadamon have been <laughs> for this, this project have to trade. we'll trademark that but you know what i mean like it hits all the same beats it is an exact carbon copy of a pokemon game done differently enough to get past the checks and balances and it's what we've been wanting, though. It's even got all of the fucking cute Pokemon that I hate. That was my thing. Is I always wanted a more adult Pokemon. I want the I want the ones that look rad, not the ones. You that wanted look... the the Horus from Red Dead Redemption too in Pokemon. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but sure. Uh, their uh, their balls change based on the weather. Sure, I'd have a Dekamon. <laughs> like whatever. You, you wanted adult Pokemon. Never. No, never mind. Never no, mind. No, no. I want I want the cool looking ones. Like uh, Scyther was my favorite one back in the original because he had blades on his hands yeah. and he looked kind of badass. Or an Onyx because it looked like it could kill something. I hated Pokemon like Chansey and all of like the ain't no first ain't no fairy Pokemon in my my Pokédex. <laughs> no, it was like the, America, the... rock. The... Fighting, <laughs> only fight rock. The first uh, level of all Pokemon, like the first evolution, is always garbage, and the third is like usually badass. And you're like, I just I need to get through all these shit Pokemon to get to the the one that has cannons on his shell. You mm-hmm. know, so the problem for me has always been I pick the six I like, and then I don't give a shit about. I'm just yeah. collecting the rest of them to keep them. In I, the I box don't. I've never even yeah. originally never had a full Pokédex. I never even cared to. Like it no. just like I got these Only ones. I like these. Psycho ones. collects all of them in shiny form. <laughs> yeah. So supposedly so there are shiny. In there are shinies he's in, in. He's literally in, in rehab right now. From Tem Tem. Have you run into any shinies yet in the small amount of time? In Would you even notice one? I would not notice now. Yeah. Um, they would they would have to like put arrows at it and say this is a shiny not yeah. Pokemon. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I, the 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 things that stood out to me are the fact that you can go through the game co op because the, all the game, all the battles are two v two. Most of the battles are two v two, and so you can have somebody control one of each, which you can bring that person into your game, and you can walk up to people in the open world and just battle them. You don't have to put like a code in and a bunch of horse shit to be able to battle them. Like you see somebody you want to battle them, you can challenge them. Yeah, if if Mech still stream, this would be the perfect community game for him. Yeah, I mean, people in the in the the Discord have been bugging him to check it out, um, <laughs> but uh, we'll see if that ever comes up. He said he was going to check it out yesterday, and uh, I don't know if he did. But speaking of Pokemon, we got uh, some more Pokemon Home related news. We knew Pokemon Home existed, but we finally give us have your some, money. We have some more features about game it. Game Freak need money now. Can you explain what that is? Because I tried. I can to try. I was hoping Max was going to be here to to try to explain it to me. But so it is a way to go from one generation of Pokemon to another generation through a third party app. Per se, you can so only you, move forward. You cannot move back. There used to be something called Pokemon Bank, and it was a thing that you had on your 3ds. A little on you, the nose, by the way. And you could, yeah. <laughs> and it was like five bucks a year, I think. 
and yep. you could um you could transfer, you transfer games. your pokemon between older generations to yeah. newer generations and uh, store them okay. and you could bring one things. along with you like say you had one that you really liked and you had like you know you had the pikachu that had a surfboard that you could get at some target somewhere and you wanted some to bring that with pikachu you wanted to bring so, that with so that's what pokemon bank did and it was really only for like the hardcoreest of the hardcore because i don't think everybody's going to pay five bucks just to be able to bring their pokemon with but the people that liked it liked it so was it sort of like ryan has both copies of his game and two switches right yeah but if he didn't want to get two switches he could just have both copies of the game and sort of store this as the intermediary and move them he, to he the could other one? you could you could do that yeah that's, but, it's, um, but it's made for also all the other games, not just... So that was Pokemon Bank. So Pokemon Home is not Pokemon Bank, but it is compatible with Pokemon Bank. You can yeah, bring your it's... Pokemon Bank Pokemon into Pokemon Home. But once in Pokemon Home, you can't put them back in the bank. Yeah, Same thing so goes not... with Pokemon Go, which is not available at launch, which is fucking insane. That this did not launch with the game and is also still not feature complete this far after the game's <laughs> already been launched. <laughs> And then let's go Pokemon. Uh, you can go into home. So those are all one-way transactions. Then Pokemon Sword and Shield are two-way transactions. So you can put your Pokemon in and then put them back into home. I don't get it. Don't I've get created it. this flowchart. I'm, look, I'm actually I mean, looking. I'm looking at a flowchart to describe <laughs> this to you right now. No, no, I I get the sort of the purpose, but I don't get why anybody would bother it's it's so that you can i mean so if you some, have attachments to you know pokemon from previous gens that you want so to bring you, up with if you. you played all of let's go and you collected all 150 shiny pokemons like a mm -hmm. fucking lunatic mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and didn't give them away you, and didn't give them away like a psycho you could take all of those put them into a home and then bring them with you Asterisk provided that they are playable in Sword and Shield. Yes, because in the past that was it. never a problem because the every game had all the Pokemon in the past, so you could always bring them forward. Now there's this weird asterisk next to everything where it's like, yeah, it's in your Pokemon home decks, but you can't bring it into your Sword and Shield decks because they don't exist in this game. Okay, that was the key that I was missing because I didn't realize that up till now all games were still coded with basically we'll just call it the national decks mm -hmm. but they only do you think had... you, do you think you just made that up because that's what they, that's actually what they call it no no yeah no, okay. no that's what they call it but but basically that i'm just is... spitballing here uh, what if we got a pikachu but that's <laughs> what it is thunder like, rat it... here you see <laughs> thunder rat. The, the game contains the national decks but they only allow you to have whatever is in that specific game but you can because of that, you can drag your old ones with you. I Correct. didn't realize that. I thought it was. I mean, like... Peta would get pissed off if you're dragging them anywhere. But yeah, I think Peta already pissed you. off about I, the fighting I was, animals. I was just sort They're of under the real. assumption that each game only had like whatever the current no, gen, yeah, yeah, plus yeah, or minus no, that, a couple was. That was until until this generation. That was not the case. You could always bring you know your, yourself forward. Yeah. Um, okay. What do you think this costs, Steve? Because I don't think you know anything about this. I don't give a shit, but just, uh, just shot in the dark. Money. Well, <laughs> it has to be cheap enough that you can get kids in on it, but expense enough to make decent money. I'm gonna say like fifteen bucks a month. Oh, oh wow, so close! You're so close. It's fifteen dollars a year. You would have won both showcases there. 
Actually, fifteen dollars a month would be that's a, that's a way too that's way too much that's, money. Fifteen dollars a year, I feel like, is already way too much money for what this is. On top of yeah. the sixty dollars per each game plus the cost of Nintendo Switch Online per yeah. year, it, is, is a this is it's wild. Game. It's wild that this isn't just part. Like I can understand having it separate, some separate fifteen dollars a year, sixteen dollars a year. That if you don't want Nintendo Online, you can you can just buy this separately. But it is wild that this is not just part of Nintendo Online. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. So the, the way they we get around this is there is a basic basic version, uh, which is free. And you can put 30 Pokemon in your bank or in your you know home. Um, you can have three in the Wonder Box. The Wonder Box is like a like – a, you put a Pokemon in the box and say what you want. And like it can surprise trade. You know, you can – you just kind of get whatever you Watching get. Watching you explain this is so enjoyable. And then so th- th- this is the, the crazy thing is Max was supposed to do all this, but he didn't. He didn't want to be on this week. He's going to be on every have, other week. Let me let way. me let me channel into my Max here. Yeah. So then. Yeah. So you, the thing you do with it is you can trade Pokemon between the boxes and the home, and the Wonder Trade is like a random swap where most of the time you get fucked with like a Caterpie or something like that. And then there's also the the GST, which is what global trading system. Yes. That sounds that sounds right. You're allowed to put one of those, so you're allowed to uh, you know try to try to go out and find like your your I guess your Craigslist or your uh, eBay <laughs> of Pokemon. Craigslist hookups. You can you can open up a trade a room to trade in um, if you're playing for the premium, but you can only participate in other people's trades, and you can't have your Pokemon judged at the basic level. And for that fifteen dollars a month, you can put six thousand Pokemon in your Pokemon home. You can bring Pokemon from the Pokemon Bank, which is the older version. Um, you can do 10 in the Wonder Box, 3 GST. Again, open up room trades and judge functionality is enabled. That's how you see your EVs and your IVs for each one. I don't give this, a shit about any of this. I, I don't either. But <laughs> what, I do, what I do care about is this just but doesn't make any, it doesn't make any sense. Online. Yeah, well, that... That too, but like, this, this should just be this? this should no, just be like, a part of Nintendo I'm, Online. Sounds so good. Yeah, it this should. should just be this should well, really this should just be a part of the game. Oh yeah, this I should mean, just be something that. that's in the game. But I understand that they want to get returning like recurring revenue, but they already have a way to do that. Just make they it part of that a new game every month or every <laughs> year. <laughs> no, just make it part of your Nintendo Online service. It's already a little feature light. This would be a fine thing to have in That's there. the thing. They've already got people into the ecosystem where they're like, all right, they give me a, an IV drip of games every month. When's the last? Oh, outside of checking to see if it had Donkey Kong Country 2, when's the last time you opened up uh, Switch oh, Online? Um, when they announced all of the um, Super Nintendo games. When was that? Like November? November, yeah. Yeah. I've paid for two years of this thing. Well, I, I'm still on my free Twitch Prime so uh, okay. hopefully uh that's that's gonna, I paid for that's two be years of family membership oh so yeah that all of my family is on this thing mm-hmm. i'm getting nothing for it no tetris not 99 admiration you paid a lot respect. of tetris 99 ah yeah you're right fuck it's worth it yeah <laughs> you need that tetris 99 i need that te- i i see the physical copy all the time and i'm like i own it i bought the dlc i want to buy it again so i have it you, you don't own the physical, physical copy of this? No. That's crazy. It's I would have sw- so, guessed that you would have definitely owned the physical copy of this. I didn't so, need the solo year. 
I'm surprised you haven't fashioned a CD out of old plastic and burnt it into some sort of trophy. <laughs> There's still time. This brings us to everybody's favorite part of the show, the flipping five, where we give Jeff five or we give Jeff a topic and he ranks it uh, one through five. This week's topic comes in from uh, an email, believe it or not. Uh, this comes from uh, from Carl. Carl. Yep. Friend of the show. Friend of the show, Carl. Drummer of metal bands. He uh, uh, looks like he should be on Pete and Pete. He he Ooh. gave us four topics. <laughs> I, I understand that reference. <laughs> he What's gave up, us, Carl? He gave us four topics, and we're just going to go four through topics. all of them. I only yeah. yeah. heard about one. Well, it's because I'm going to yeah. save some. Okay. This, gotta, this is going to stretch us out for a month. Yeah, okay. I mean, you gave the topics. I even crafted, lovingly crafted a list of my own. Nice. <laughs> there we go. This is going to be great. So this week's Flippin' Five is the top five hardest bosses you've ever faced. And I gave this yeah, to him man. ahead of time so that he could actually make it good. Even with the uh, the ahead of time, it was, uh, it was a hard list to come up with because I don't finish games. Yeah. Notoriously uh, don't finish games till like three years ago. I but, also uh, had a very hard time with it just because I sat there trying to think of like, what is a boss that made me want to throw a controller? Mm-hmm. And I've had 30 years of games where I'm just like, <laughs> Yeah, total... there's like flash, and you're like, I don't remember any of these things. Yeah, I know. Like, as soon as you said it, I'm just sitting there like, uh, uh, what? And then I had to, like, Google up just, like, what are 100 hard bosses? And then I went through, and I'm like, which one of these did I? That's exactly you know? what I did, and that jogged my memory to get the actual list I have. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, why don't you guys both take tensions? You both have top fives. Why don't you uh, give us? I'm going to give the honorable mention first, okay, honorable. and that is Mike Tyson, which is what ins- this question is what inspired me to go beat that fucking game. Yeah. Uh, I was like, yeah, he was really hard. Oh wait, you've never beaten him before. There you go. <laughs> but my now, number. F- oh, go yeah, ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say I also had an honorable mention, but it. mine was actually the attempted slash cheated. <laughs> so I had. Uh, Hulex from Mario RPG, because I never beat him. Mm-hmm. He was fucking awful, though. Uh, Crawler Max from Borderlands. Tried him once, and he just absolutely slaughtered me. It was like the optional, like, horrible boss at the mm-hmm. end. Uh, Moon Lord from Terraria. I don't know that one. <laughs> it's a very difficult boss because the amount of shit that goes on but you basically have to build an arena specifically for fighting him. And hmm. because of that difficulty, uh, I don't know if we legitimately beat him. I think we like cheated up some items because you can dupe stuff really easy in that game. So we just made like a shitload of the ammo that homes in and everybody just ran for their lives with shooting behind them. And Kind of on here, I wanted to put the uh, ruby and sapphire weapons from Final Fantasy VII because oh, good call. Depending on when you deal with them and how they're you deal with them, fucking hard. <laughs> yeah, they're either going to just outright kill you, or you're going to have so much godly materia and in put into such a fashion that you can't lose. Mm-hmm. So it's not really a difficult fight as it's a win or lose situation. Sure. All right, number five, Jeff. Chapter seven of Valkyria Chronicles. You're counting so, the whole chapter. I'm counting the, the whole fucking chapter because up to this point, I love this Peter. game. Uh, I love this game. And then they introduce a mechanic they don't tell you how to do 
and how to use it properly where there's a tank that you can't destroy going barreling towards your base and you have to use your tank to shoot these sections of wall on it and it can be beaten in four turns and it is a brutal slog for me because i don't have the same configuration as all these goddamn youtube videos mm -hmm. uh i made me hate this game but i still love it <laughs> but it's just a brutal brutal level uh steve number five I attempted to stay away from situations, so I went with actual bosses. Look at you actually uh, following the shots rules. Shots fired at my yeah. list. Yeah, no, he's no, he's he's, he's, he's gutting for this to get renamed the Steve Five. Yeah, this one did get bent a little bit in that direction. It's the Delver or Progenitor from Final Fantasy XI's Promavion dungeon. Mm -hmm. uh, he's talking would... gibberish now. He pronounced all of that different than I would have. So I know what he was talking about, but he pronounced every single word in that sentence different than I would have. I'm not saying wrong. I'm just saying different. Delver? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I remember when that came live. Uh, I spent, like, just hours and hours getting a group of random assholes together, fighting through the little dungeon. And I don't even think the bosses were that hard but getting to the bosses mm -hmm. is a nightmare when you don't have enough people when you don't have enough friends sure. basically this is the old school i mean M mmo any mmo boss with a pug group is instantly the most challenging boss you've ever faced because they're now, they're they're very difficult nowadays more so but we're talking about the final fantasy 11 era where if you're even at like level 30 or above you have to have a level of coordination built in because yeah. you can't do anything in that game alone. If you're a total dipshit, you can only make it so far before you're never going to get another group in that game. Like everybody on the server is going to be like, fuck. Yeah, there's only guy. like 12 of us on the whole server and be like, that stupid dragoons. He's an idiot. Don't invite him. Oh yeah. Like you'd walk into an area and immediately they're like, Hey, this guy who's LFG, fuck him. He party wiped the whole like area six times last week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So uh, I I had to throw that in there. Number four, Jeff. Cuphead. All of it. Fuck this beautiful <laughs> game. Again? <laughs> I love playing Cuphead. It's the most infuriating game I've ever played. I, I got stuck on the, the, the chicken boss. Like the one that you're in an airplane. It's in oh, the second yeah, second no, of the it world. It gets so much worse than that. I'm sure it does. <laughs> I got stuck on that for a long time and... Uh, I don't know that I ever got any. I haven't gone that. back. I, yeah. I'm, it frustrated me to the point where I don't even want. Like, I you just you just reminded me that there still are games that are really fucking hard, and yeah. <laughs> that is one of them. You, I see you it answered his dream. <laughs> I see it on sale for the Switch all the time, and that'd be a fun game to play. And then I'm like, no, no, it would not. I already <laughs> feel self conscious about how loud those buttons are. Yeah, I'm gonna be playing that in the bus at five thirty in the morning, just playing. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, can't do it. Steve, beautiful game. Fuck it. Uh, Patriarch from Killing Floor One. Oh, good pick. End, end boss of every level, and he was a fucking dick because you had to kill him, well, roughly three times. You have, you have to go through damage phases, and he'd turn invisible and run away. And when you play on, like, the hard and real hard settings, mm -hmm. he just ended you because he would just appear, and he only had, like, two attacks, and one was a long-range machine gun or a missile. If you got caught with either of those, you are fucked instantly. What's your and What's your gun of choice? I always played the demolitionist, so it was for me. It was all shotguns and grenades all the time. Nail gun uh, for life. 
who had the nail gun? Was that the pirate? Uh, I, I just bought it. Oh. Wait, did you play Killing Floor 1 or 2? I played both. Nail one, gun is my gun of choice. 1 to me is still superior, but that's empty. I tried to go back and play it. but You need a group. Yeah, you do. But uh, no, I love that game. The Patriarch, definitely depending on your setting, like difficulty, he's just the most difficult motherfucker out there. You you have to know what you're doing. You have to have coordination. Number three, Jeff. So for number three, I combine these two because they're so goddamn similar. And that is Tricky the Triceratops from Diddy Kong Racing and that fucking blue penguin from Super Mario 64 where you can't cheat on the race. Yeah. Uh, so yesterday I learned that there's a shortcut in the Tricky the Triceratops level that makes it way easier. I've beaten him like legit every time I've faced him. Since no shortcuts. Oh yeah, I I do remember. I this is one of the. I never owned Diddy Kong Racing, but that was one of those Ooh. games that I went to Blockbuster and just kept getting over and over again. And I know I, you're you're bringing back some some memories. And the uh, the Penguin Race, it's tough as nails, but it's also difficult because you're fighting the camera the entire time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I uh, there's fewer feelings that feel better than not having to play those stages again. Yeah. Steve. I'm actually going to flip my second and third here now that I think about it. I'm going to do the Capra Demon from Dark Souls 1. It's, I think, like the first legit boss that you fight, and he's a total dickhead right off the bat. As soon as you walk in, you have to start rolling because immediately as you go through the door, he just does a downward slam that will end you. Mm-hmm. Like, just instantly. And then you have to trek all the way through to him. And he has two dogs with him that just hound the shit out of you. And if they hit you and stun you, he'll just whack you and kill you all mm-hmm. over again. So uh, I'm going to put him a little further down the list because you kind of do have to cheese him a bit. You have to like get on this little ledge just to bait the dogs to you where he can't hit you. And so you can take care of the dogs and then deal with him. But you have to do that over and over again until you get down what you need to do and do it correctly. And that was the first Dark Souls boss that I beat that I was like, I felt really accomplished after. It. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I originally put it at two, but I actually think the other one I felt better about and Num- was more difficult. Number two, Jeff. Number two, Mine Cart Carnage. <sighs> I hate playing this level. I'm real good at that level. I've once in my life beaten it on the first try. Yeah. But it is frustrating, infuriating, and uh, I don't like playing it. Yeah. The also, there's a cheat in this level, too, right at the beginning. That it's a level from Donkey Kong Country 1. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, give me the game, because yeah. I'm just like, what the? I thought you said uh, Minecraft. You're naming, like, Dementors <laughs> like, and shit from Dark Souls, and I gotta give you Donkey Kong Country. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, That's another one of those, like, if I had to play a game blindfolded, the first couple levels of Mike Tyson's Punch Out are definitely in in muscle memory, but there are a, like the the auto scrolling minecart slash the skull levels from um, uh, Donkey Kong Country Two. I've got them; they're all in there. I beat the you're you're about to hit your first cart level. Um, once you get out of that uh, jungle, once I get out of the yeah. yeah, yay! But yeah, no, I love it, Steve. Uh, I'm gonna butcher these names, but it's. Orenstein and Smaug from Dark Souls 1. 
and it's a paired boss bosses that you have to fight in this like chapel and one's a skinny dude with a lance and the other guy's this fat fucker with a hammer and just dodging two bosses at once I, i'm not a, i've never been a big fan of ads and multiple like trying to 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 maintain spacing on two different things and concentrate on two different things at the same time I, yeah, i've never these, never been a fan of that mechanic it's just two bosses at once and yeah. the thing is depending on well it doesn't matter if you kill one the other one goes into super mode mm-hmm. and so you have to kill the fat fucker because if you let him go into super mode he'll just destroy you it makes things so much harder so you got to take him out first because the other guy has like more predictable attacks but <laughs> the uh the places that you would use for refuge slowly get destroyed too because there's a couple like pillars you can hide behind but they'll just wreck them so mm-hmm. you slowly run out of space to like get away and recover because in that game you have the estus flasks but you legitimately are like all right hold on pop drink watch my health go bar go up and it takes that much fucking time mm-hmm. meanwhile if you, you can't move, can't do anything, and if you get your ass kicked, it stops. Mm. You don't get your health, and you get fucked over. So uh, that was definitely the one that was more difficult than the Capra Demon, and I felt probably even more accomplished when I actually did it. I think I actually threw my remote once or twice, and it took me two or three days to do it because I would do a couple attempts and be like, fuck this, fuck you forever, suck a dick, put it down. And next day I'd be like, all right, maybe I overreacted get nailed be like you fucking asshole <laughs> no nope. turns out i was wrong it's way worse than i thought before i yeah, threw and- i threw a controller for the first time in probably three years uh yesterday <laughs> it's the end boss of the level that you're in right now because i it's, i know what i need to do it's not like i don't know what i need to do but i just kept fucking it up and it's one of those it's where you get impatient and then you start losing earlier in the fight because you just want to get to the hard part faster yep yeah. It's, yeah. I threw the controller for the first time. That That is another plug I want to give to Dark Souls is that it's not unfair. Yeah. Every death that happens... It's your you fault. Did something, yeah, you did something. Yeah. And you should, you should learn from it. And so it's even worse when you make a dumb mistake. You're like, I'm just out of positioning and I just got fucked over for it and I have to redo the whole thing and you feel like shit. But when you finally fucking kill them, you're like... I feel so good. What I don't like about Dark Souls is I do tedious data entry at work. I don't want to do tedious data entry in games, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably why. But I my main takeaway is Steve likes Dark Souls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> eh, that's not bad. Number one. Oh, what a what a what a great booming voice on that one. I don't even have to come one. in here and go with a number one. Yeah. Uh, Sephiroth, Final Fantasy VII, The Last Battle. Uh, story time when i was younger i picked up the pc version over the summer right before school started and i used to stay up till like two or three in the morning playing final fantasy 7 and i made it to the end of the game the last fight with one save file where i was under leveled for the battle and did not have enough healing items so i had two options i could fuck this game forever or i could start over from the beginning <laughs> And it took me until last year to go back and beat Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, that's old school video games like that. That was my, I think it was Fallout Two, where I just I got past a checkpoint and didn't have a previous save, and I just was not geared properly. But I couldn't go back to get out of that final yep. boss room. And uh, yeah, what an awful, what an awful feeling. I still have dread when I play that 
open worldy make decisions inventory management style of video game that I'm making some kind of decision that's going to prevent me from beating the game. It was that and Resident Evil 2 where I just didn't have good ammo management and just like I don't have any fucking bullets. I can't beat this game like this. Um, let me ask you, when you play a game where choice impacts the narrative, do you look up what your decision will change no. before you do it? No. No. no, no. I also I also don't I, no, I also don't save either. Like I I just I I just and I probably would feel better about making these decisions if I did that, but now I just go in head first. I'm like, no, nope, making these decisions. Interesting. Yeah, I I'm gonna channel Ryan here and talk about Final Fantasy VIII because I think he got to the end of that game where he max leveled everybody, but one of the bosses does a like death level three, and since he was 99, it would just wipe out his whole party. Mm-hmm. And so he thought he couldn't do it and gave up and got real pissed. And it wasn't until like two years afterwards that he told me that story. And I was like, you know, in that game, there's a thing called the safety bit, which just prevents instant death. You could just equip that. And he was like, no, no, it was impossible. (laughs) (laughs) After he put his jaw back into place, he told you to go fuck yourself. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Was that that your number one? What's your number one, Steve? My number one. And this is particularly because of the way I did it. But uh, who from Dark Souls? Who we got? Uh, Lavos from Chrono Trigger Ooh. solo with only Chrono. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I did not know at the time that you had after you beat the game, you can do a new game plus, and there are specific points in the game that you can take a portal and just go fight Lavos. And each time you do it, you get a different ending. Mm-hmm. and so there's like 12 different endings in the game but um the very first one is like right off the bat you start your character you go to the town fair and there's this little twinkly spot you go into it and fight lavos i did not know at the time that you could actually recruit the first two characters and then go through it mm-hmm. so i was like i want to get the best ending i'm just gonna do it so i walked through with just the one guy and <laughs> i fucking ruined myself on that it took didn't actually take me that many attempts but it was a hyper grind because i'm one of those people that i can't prevent myself from not using my items like the mega elixirs things like that like i just i'll never use them mm-hmm. and i had so many stocked up that every time i was about to wipe i could just pop an elixir because i had like 70 of them by that time and i just kept myself alive using the hardcore end game items on just the one guy. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting there popping mega elixirs, which are for your whole party, just yeah. just, just for to him. Bring yourself back up. Just casting Luminar over and over again. I know the exact frames of that entire animation burned into my brain from casting it over and over and over again until I beat that thing. I felt amazing, and then it wasn't until a couple of years later they were like, "Oh, make sure when you do that, you recruit the first two characters." And I was like the fuck (laughs) i did it it so hard for no reason but i did it you did it and that makes you better than everybody of course certainly better than me that's a a fantastic (laughs) list most of mine because i sat down and thought about it like i I, it's i had a lot more i had a lot more challenging moments in video games with specific levels like jeff a lot of jeff's list was not actually bosses but just experiences in a video game bosses to me like i distinctly remember having a hell of a time trying to beat Donkey Kong, the Donkey Kong arcade cabinet in Donkey Kong 64 to get the coin out of that with that fucking controller, the 64 controller. I just could not fucking do it. Um, 
And it's not designed to be your friend. No. And then most of my actual bosses, when I really thought about it, were Final Fantasy Eleven and Final Fantasy Fourteen related. Because that's those yeah. are the games where I did the most rating. So like Final Fantasy Eleven, uh, probably like Kieran. The first time we did Kieran took us like seven hours. And we had, you know, five different parties, like full alliances ready to wipe in because we just kept wiping. And it was a it was a really cool experience, and you know, way easier to do now that I know how to do it. But it was a you know, it was awesome to take down. And then like Final Fantasy XI was the um, oh that like the, the the snakes, the two snakes that when you would uh, you had to kite one, and, and it wasn't it wasn't that hard once you learned how to do it. But that first time beating down was Twin Tanya. I think that was what her name was. Um, was a lot of fun. But uh, again, thank you to Carl for the suggestion. If you have thank any, you Carl, if you have ooh, suggestions. Ooh, one last one. Go for it. Because I had I had a final LOL one. Okay. And I thought you were gonna say it because you started talking about Final Fantasy Eleven. Uh, I heard legends of this piece of shit, <laughs> but absolute virtue. Oh yeah. Final Fantasy. They 11. fucked the game. That's a great. <laughs> what a great, so, great story. I'm, I'm gonna tell Jeff about this go because for it. it's. So as far as hard bosses go, this was a raid boss from Final Fantasy Eleven that they introduced, and it, it went undefeated for three years after launch because they uh didn't tell people how to beat it and they didn't give it any sort of like uh weaknesses or anything like that and uh every time people found any sort of exploit or anything that would have helped them they would immediately kick out the entire raid group and ban doing that so every time people like figured out how to cheese it there's like nope and they just kick them all out and reset it and um what was it there was a legendary battle where this raid group spent 30 hours consecutively fighting this thing and people were like passing out at their seats and just they never did it so they finally nerfed down the boss after three years and the level cap of all the characters got raised because of an expansion and it was finally defeatable but for fucking three years not be able to beat a raid boss yeah. like people got pissed off people got pissed off when spending. the uh destiny 2 puzzle was too hard and they couldn't beat it in like the first 10 minutes that it was open like it's there there was this was definitely a different time in the yeah. internet where we I paid mean, 11 dollars a month for this bullshit but yeah, granted even, it, it took like there were so few people that could even see that because it took hundreds if not thousands of hours to even get to that point well, i feel like it was more acceptable yeah, WoW bosses and raid bosses get done within, like, the first two, three weeks. Yeah. Just because you have to, like, get to that point. But, uh, no, that was, from nowadays' perspective, having a boss that you can't beat for three years is inconceivable. Mm-hmm. Like, that shit should have been solved by day two because somebody <laughs> data-mined the exact HP and the rhythm of it and how many like characters you needed and what classes and what order to cast your spells like that shit would have been solved within two weeks again thank you carl for the suggestion we have three more from carl Carl, but if anybody has any suggestions you can email me dan at game night now.com or jeff jeff at game night now.com steve won't check my email steve won't check his email he has an email too it's steve at game night now but he won't check it and uh, Uh, if you have any suggestions for video game who am i you can also email those uh to us as well this week's steve run at it two minutes are on the clock Steve, you ready? Uh, let me make sure I have my data because there's dates that I need to know. <laughs> Jeff and I will be playing. If you, credit, don't, yeah. if you don't know how we play this, instead of doing 20 questions, uh, which we feel is too slow, 
we put two minutes on the clock and rapid fire questions at the person until we figure out who the video game character and it's we're trying never to guess tales. And it's never tails. But we always try it. We always try. I, it. I I want to have one caveat before we start. I'm going by the game that this character was in and named after, not appearances beforehand. So he's giving us a little hint that he appeared in a video game before his video game that he appeared in. <laughs> so he cameo. Uh, hang on, hang on. I'll, I'll wait yeah, for yeah. There were cameos before an actual game, and I'm not counting those because I can't even figure out when they started. And the time yeah. starts now. Did this game come out on a cartridge the first time it appeared? Was it on a cartridge? No. CD? No. Digital download? Yes. Okay. Uh, talking modern. After 2010? Mm, yes. After 2015? No. Okay. 10, 10 okay. to 15. Uh, is it a male character? Yes. Okay. Human? Yes. Uh, fantasy genre? No. Space? Genre. No. The character use a gun? Yes. Is it a first-person shooter? No. Fighting Third game? Third-person shooter? Uh, one person. Yes. Jeff? No, fighting game? No. Third-person shooter? No. Mm, um, Some kind of, like... T tactical game like a like a role playing like tactical godlike thing or a job or I don't know how to say words. Would the game have received a like a player's choice or a platinum sales? I think it made it. No. Is this a, a game that was released on Steam? Mm, I believe so. Is it an indie game? Kind of, yeah. Um, it so it's not a shooter. A it's not a third-person shooter. Is it a platformer? Sim? Yes. Is it, it's a platformer. Uh, is it Super Meat Boy? No, I fucking hate that game. We have twenty-four uh, seconds left. Yeah, as soon as as soon as you tell me it's a platformer, my mind goes Mario and then shuts <laughs> off. Uh, Sixteen seconds. Um, did this game appear platformer. on Switch? Did this game ever get ported to Switch? I don't think so. Um. Yeah. Fuck. I'm out. Is it? Ah, we're out of time. Steve. Well, you you got to take some shots. We. I mean, we have to take the you have to take the shots during your time. If it's not, do you want me to give you a guess or you, a uh, you, hint? You can give us a hint. Somebody that I routinely talk about. Dark Souls had a platformer. <laughs> Terraria <laughs> had a platformer. Yeah, I got nothing, man. Nothing. It's the angry video game nerd. Game ah, you son of uh, a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Bitches. <laughs> that is a platformer. Yeah, I would have. I would have never got there. Yeah, nah. I'm not. I'm never gonna softball these for either of you. <laughs> no, no, so. that was that was probably the hardest one. We've we'll had. we'll start to was... learn that like we shouldn't even be guessing normal video games with you. I was, we'll get there. I'm proud of us. I didn't ask if they were blue this time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping that the questions would start to curtail into like areas of interest. Sure. I should have known that because I wouldn't ask shit like that. I'd I'd narrow down the date, the platform. We the had it. We had it in a really then, good spot. Um, yeah. And it's just that's just a game that would have never come to my mind. Like I know it exists, but it wouldn't have. 
Yeah, that, I think that would have taken some specific You also broke the, like, cardinal rule of the game, and it's the video game character needs to be from a video game, not from something else, but, you know. He is from a video game. The yeah. Andrew Video Game Nerd game. Yeah. But he's originally from something else. It's too hard. Yeah, no, like, I, literally anything that appeared in a video game is, like, anything ever. Yeah, but so I want to do... I, I one time I made that character in a wrestling game, so that, that character was in there once. No, no, no. It has to You're be. You're going to pick Mr. Poop next time? <laughs> it has to be a title character, which is why I said I don't want to do anything where he made appearances. Because I think actually the first appearance may have been like the typing of the dead the, from screwattack.com. Like he was a character in there. Or was it the typing of the bread? I think was their version. The typing of the dead came out well before any of this. Yeah, that was the yeah. that was the Dreamcast. This was yeah. a version of it for mobile See, phones. Here's, here's the way my brain works: that when you preface it with a clue, mm. any possible question I have rattling around in my brain is like, "Yeah, we're uh, we're gonna take five here." Yeah, <laughs> you just you just chase that breadcrumb trail he left you to nowhere. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to fuck you up as much as possible, Jeff. It works. It absolutely works. <laughs> well, that's about all the time like, we have this week. This <laughs> if you liked what you heard, please subscribe to any of the video or the uh, podcast services that you may be listening to and leave us a review. Carl subbed. That would Doing be better than Carl. That would be fantastic. Everyone be like Carl. My favorite of that family. I'm not going to throw his name out on the uh, podcast, but no. he knows he's my favorite. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. I love We'll you. be back next Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on twitch.tv slash game night now. Head on and head on over to gamenightnow.com for not nothing, everything. Nothing, nothing really good right now. I just bread played. recipes. Yeah. Uh, I'll teach you how to make frickin' dough. I will I will teach all that shit. The, I will teach anybody that asks, I will teach them how to make a friggin' dough. Now I I, I have gross. had Dutch people tell me that it does not look like anything that they would want to eat which is a bad yep. thing for a food that comes from a place. But I digress for Steve and Jeff. I'm Dan. We'll see you next week. Hold on. Dan. Stinger out. Yeah. I can't hear shit. We're not, we're not meant to hear shit. <laughs> yeah. This is the for thing the is, fans. So I, I, uh, I spent forever with virtual audio cable and running cables in and out of my computer, trying to figure out a way that I could get it in my ears, in your ears to the stream without your voices going back into your own ears. I can't do it. Fucking breaks every time. Fair enough. Uh, so I got a topic for post game uh, that annoyed the shit out of me because I'm not on either side. Okay. And I think all people involved are the worst type of people. You know I'm so, probably going to have an opinion on this, right? I know you're going to have an opinion on it. People. And it's it's I'm going to say it's within proximity of where you live, too. Okay. So a uh, girl I went to high school with posted that PETA wants them to stop using Punxsutawney Phil and replace him with an animatronic groundhog. Okay. And the girl I went to high school with said, yeah, that'll be fun. I'll bring my family to watch an animatronic groundhog. And then there's me on the sidelines going, uh, Rodent doesn't predict the fucking weather. This is an irrelevant argument you're having. <laughs> so I think that um, the whole charade really got stupid once they stopped letting people get hair and ass drunk there. That was like the best part about it was watching them pan around the crowd and just seeing see a sea of college-aged kids just blitzed. Yeah. Um, as far as that goes, there are far worse 
scenarios. Like Punxsutawney Phil, I'm pretty sure lives like a goddamn king. Like a goddamn king. Yeah. yeah so well, I, the, I just imagine this person going to Chuck E. Cheese and being like, "This thing was a real fucking Chuck E. Cheese over yeah, there." Yeah. Just pissed off at like Munch for going like this all the time. <laughs> I I have a very difficult time with these sort of complaints just because there's so much more important shit that your time and effort and money could be, you know, spent on. Did he see his shadow? Do I need my coat tomorrow? Somebody tell me. I, I mean, just in general, like there's so much just crazy shit that's going on in the world that you could devote your time just a little bit more to that or mm. effort instead of being like, yeah. Hey, I think they're mistreating this one groundhog that they treat really well. Or yeah, I, I got a hunch. It's not even the original Punxsutawney Phil anymore. <laughs> you shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Punk's Tony Phil is immortal. The, the yeah, my problem is, you know, there's just day. one Same idiot one. that said this one time, and there are more people talking about like being outraged at that person than actually care about the topic. Like this is how every outrage topic happens on the internet. One person says something stupid. Flip and sweet starts something, and then it. Can... Oh, that's Ooh, gonna be loud. That was really fucking loud. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize to everybody on that one. Yeah. Anyway. So we should start some outrage. What, what do you want to What do you want to tweet about to make people real mad? Uh, I'm upset about talks. the the brick wall that had to die to become our background. <laughs> <laughs> all of the uh, that could have the... been a school. <laughs> We're using it for a goddamn podcast. <laughs> so all right, all right. Our, our, one of our new topics for the post show. Until people start sending in questions and, and uh, voicemails, which you can do. Shots I have it, fired. I have it completely set up on the website. You can click a button, and you'll have to download anything. You just literally click the record button. You allow your microphone to be used by your, your window, and you can send it, and it'll send me an email saying that you left a message on our website. Um, I've been putting it in the, the – when I post the uh, podcast each week, you can record a message right below it. So please utilize that. But until we do that, I've been stealing questions from other podcasts because they all have really good questions. The best part about poaching the good questions is I have an unlimited supply of other podcasts <laughs> to steal from, so I can steal yes. just the good ones. This you one might come... want to remove the example widget from Contact, by the way. Where's Is it still in there? Yeah, on our professional website for professionals. Oh, okay. Did well, you ever poop in high school is the title uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah, the there title is an podcast, example yeah. widget over there. We, we are starting out strong. Uh, anyway, you had a point something i don't have currently what's that i said you have a point you were going to mention something oh no so this 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 topic comes courtesy of uh your mom's house podcast tom's my favorite of the podcast they they do a a segment each week uh would you rather and uh they this is an early one that they just brought up on a, a more recent episode and so here here's the would you rather would you rather Every time you turned on the TV or tried to watch a movie, the only thing that you're allowed to watch is Sister Act 2. <laughs> Not or tiptoes. anytime you hear music, it is always The Heat Is On from Beverly Hills Cop. Heat Is On. I could, I could jam out to that for the rest of my life. I mean, seriously, every time that you hear music, every time you turn the mm-hmm. radio on, it's, it's only The Heat Is On. Yeah. Yeah, you're, okay, with that. you're okay with that and and, and yeah. not having and having a full reign of uh video entertainment at your disposal final answer wow, that was really quick steve <laughs> mm, probably the sister act one just because you can 
you can spend the rest of your life without watching TV, but everywhere sure, you I don't go, watch a lot. There's going to be music everywhere. Yeah, and if you're it's just, just walking through of... the mall and it's just an now, elevator on, version on, of the on. heat is let on. Me, let, me, let me throw a caveat into this. So while you're watching TV, do you still hear the original audio of what you're watching? Just I... Sister Act 2 is also playing <laughs> over top of it? Was every, I... every song that they sing in Sister Act 2 is just the heat is on? <laughs> because uh, all shit, mu- I broke my because would you rather I, because I combined all music, all music. <laughs> oh yeah I, I feel better prepared to answer these questions because I watched a lot of uh, million dollars butt from Rooster Teeth yep. and it was all just shit like this mm-hmm. so. I thought you were going to say you watched a lot of Sister Act 2 growing up I'm sure I've seen that a bunch of times <laughs> when it was on it's like you know HBO or Cinemax uh, flow or rotation because you know they just like play the same five movies back to back for like mm-hmm. an entire week and yeah, my uh i'm gonna call out my brother on this one he refuses to acknowledge this happened but for one summer he watched my cousin Vinny every single fucking day for an entire <laughs> three straight months every goddamn day and then a documentary about hitler's cars right after and we give him so much shit for it because he refuses to own up that it happened yeah but the he, he's gaslighting me and my two other brothers to say that this didn't happen, that he's well, here, never seen this movie. Here's the thing. Like, you should just try to trick him by asking him questions about My Cousin Vinny that only somebody that watched My Cousin Vinny every day <laughs> so for an entire summer would know. Here's the thing. I've never watched My Cousin Vinny, but we do drop, like, the two or three lines that come during the uh, the trailer. Because every time we get together, we put something on the Chromecast, or my brother will look up, like... Uh, panda farting videos some stupid shit like that just to make us laugh dog fart videos are really good my my go-to is a three minute clip of just different sounding farts (laughs) so everybody will be playing a board game or having a conversation in the other room and then you'll just hear (laughs) and i lose my shit laughing every god everybody has that their go-to compilation video my personal one is stone cold stunner compilations i love watching stone cold um, stunner compilations who was that? Let me look it up. If you want to be a basic bitch, you can always just watch, um, like, Fail Army. But if you're looking for something specific, uh, I'm a big fan of the very short clip of the guy grabbing the electric eel by accident. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna find that and post it in there because I have it saved. Of course, I do. Damn, Wendy Williams farting from last week was is pretty. It, it's it skyrocketed up the charts. Uh, this one. That's it. David Lee Roth acapella, or he does just the voice of running with the devil, but like he goes, ah! it just like makes random noises, and like ooh. That video is just only, him. That video is only thirty seconds, but uh, the way the guy yells is worth every second of it. We'll have to uh, we'll have to have a like a YouTube clip show sometime. Yeah, where we just yeah, that we only just... Dan can hear. <laughs> no, I'll figure. I will figure this shit out. If I share my screen, oh, that guy took a dive. I can, I can take care it, of that. It reminds and me, the, and then they blur his face after he's hurt. Yeah, did it? <laughs> did I ever tell you I used to watch uh, Spaceballs in other languages because I love that movie so much, and I just wanted to hear what the like the dubbers would uh, say, and there was. Um, you only need to listen to the first five seconds of this video, but I'm posting it in chat. <laughs> but it's three and a half minutes of just this. And it's amazing. 
It is a running with the devil vocals only featuring David Lee Roth. Uh, if you anyway. turn uh, Spaceballs into Spanish and the end of the movie where he bounces the laser back into Darth Helmet's nuts and he flies into the <laughs> self-destruct button, the, the guy who's dubbing all of his language goes, ay, 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 and it's the button I fucking died laughing. <laughs> all right. That is, that does sound awesome. What we got going oh! besides a terrible background. Oh, uh, yes! Well, I see YouTube video with no sound. There's you can't hear that? Nope. nope. Yeah, yeah! It's, it's very good. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. It's very good. Well, one of my favorite videos. Did you ever, uh, you ever hear plus, the the Beach Boys, I Get Around, but they like just make the sounds that it looks like they're making in the music video for it? No. Also very. It's also very good. What the? What the share these uh, somewhere? Yeah. Afterwards. <laughs> uh, the post game people. Well, nobody paid for it, but <laughs> for the free post game content. <laughs> the the post the the post show that I don't even bother cutting off, and it's just the end of the regular show. <laughs> yeah, I was t- I was sold a one hour podcast that goes an hour and a half. Well, yeah, it's it's. <laughs> You got to give the people what they want, and what they want is more post show. More post show. I have an idea for some content for the website. Okay. Pop it out here. Let's let's see. I I will not be able to do this when school is in session. Okay. Incubate (laughs) this right now. What do you got? So I haven't decided what which direction I want to go with it, but the idea is if you died and went to hell of your own creation then your hell is you have to play the entire steam library that for like all the shit like the dollar games and so it's oh i thought you were gonna say my entire steam library because that would take longer (laughs) yeah no you'd never end well that's why it's hell right because by the time you ever complete one game like 600 more have hit steam so that's just your eternity there but it was from the perspective of like i also don't have a lot of money but there are a lot of cheap fucking games. So it's basically a review from the perspective of if I was trapped in hell, how bad would this like 10 cent game be to Can we turn off the, the anime games? Like the, the hentai match. Uh, well, see, Steam has already blocked those for you, so you don't have to play those. Yeah, no, this would be a little bit tailored because all I would do is like troll through the stuff that's like a dollar and under and find something that looks half decent play it for an hour or two and then do a write-up where it'd be like well if i'm stuck in eternity this game fucking sucks but it would be a breath of fresh air compared to you want me just to reach out and get you codes for shit like i can just get you some fuck codes um i think it's more fun if you do it yourself because eh. i mean i have that steve Steve wants to to make sure his review is genuine and he experiences it the whole way through including paying money for it yeah i this is something i would probably do but i can't do it when i have a class at the same time because any of my like real free time i need to devote to actually doing the classwork but like i'm basically almost done with class at this point i have my final paper i need to basically write before the end of this week and then whatever stuff they fix in the draft form is just what i'm turning in the week after and i have to do like a, a recorded presentation but that's it like that is all of the work I have left for the next week and a half. So then I have five plus weeks off 
until my next class starts, so I could probably spend some more time dicking around, playing games, writing half-assed reviews if you just want stuff for the website. I want literally any piece of content. I can make you guys, uh, give you guys accounts that you can log in and create stuff. I would just want to make it look good. uh, A Steam roulette wheel. Obviously. Yeah, the, the, the Funhouse used to do it. They used to, like spin a steam roulette wheel and just play whatever game came up interesting because there are yeah. no good ideas anymore that somebody has not already done correct no. i can't wait you... for the the reboot of game night now with three more energetic people <laughs> <laughs> hopefully we get to the point where we can just sell it to somebody and they can just you know deal with it yeah uh where's 10 cents speaking of 10 cent podcast and we could have our domain name and everything yeah, it's all yours for the low, low asking price of I don't know, like you know, you know, slide us a piece of paper with a number on it. Whatever it is, we'll accept it. I'm I'm, I'm sorry if I'm kind of distracted. I'm trying to take that widget out of uh, our website. <laughs> I now that the post now that I now that I know it exists, I can't allow it to be there anymore. Yeah. How the fuck do you search for games that are under a dollar? I need to figure out how to do the filtering for Steam. So I uh, I stumbled onto a podcast this week uh, where they find somebody who has never seen a movie and then they make them rewrite what they think the movie should be. I think it's a good idea. Go that, on. Uh, that you do it with video games you've never heard of. Like just read it. We give you the title of a game, as long as we're stealing shit from other people. Oh, dude, yeah. we uh, just we just gotta give credit to where we're stealing it from. I forget where I heard it from. Well, you gotta figure, figure it out. You gotta figure that out before we steal but it. But you you find <laughs> uh, what the is there fuck? a way to search by user rating on Steam? Like um, for a game that has less than ten percent or ne- mostly negative. I think you're gonna have to dive into a third party thing because. Steam isn't very good at its filters for like trying to find stuff within a range of criteria. Uh, it feels like I'm back at work dealing with our systems. Uh, there's example with it. How the hell, where the hell do I get rid of it at? Like, I just want to look at games under uh, a dollar, but I keep finding like DLC and shit that's on sale. Uh. So I need to get out of that. But yeah. Oh fuck. I don't I think where, you should play this the goddamn, Super Granny collection. I don't know where this widget is happens at. I can't figure out where it's at. Fuck's going on up there. If anybody has experience in WordPress, you can email me at Dan at GameNightNow.com and tell me how to get rid of this goddamn widget. Yeah. You can do that. Or hear me out. We leave it up. that's that's my argument that's my whole argument for the like third time in two months i've re-watching dave chappelle sticks and stones such a great special it is you know is that the one where he talks about juicy small a yeah (laughs) i just got through that part on the way sandwiches (laughs) so here i have a another thought for a uh segment if you will post game okay uh where you try to find i would really love to not have to steal these so any ideas are good i'm sure somebody's come up with this idea but 
you find a shitty game and we uh we read one positive review and one negative review oh that sounds like uh, how did this get made their five star review <laughs> that's exactly ah, fuck yeah okay <laughs> you asshole you you <laughs> Well, I, I, I enjoy the reviews on... I, I pulled up Super Granny Collection because there are four uh, in the series. Uh, retailing for $14.99 if you want to buy all four. Uh, the first negative review is Do Not Buy Will Not Work with 20 minutes put in on the game. Uh, and the positive review was My Wife Jennifer Frequently Cheats On Me. Ugh. <laughs> 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 <sighs> uh. I'm Jeff sorry. I'm very distracted. This is pissing me off to all ends. I have no did, idea where the shit's at. Did you watch the uh, secret epilogue, Two Sticks and Stones? Yes. Okay. I did not know that that was a secret when we first watched it. I think we just sort of, for whatever reason, accidentally let it play into the epilogue. But... Uh, I wanted to see it again because I actually think that's probably one of the best parts of that special. And I couldn't figure out how to watch it again because, like, I didn't realize that it wasn't just an after the credits thing. So if you watch the video again, it doesn't take you there. It just unlocks it in the special features and trailers, which I didn't even know was a section. So I had to, like, Google it up today to be like, was there a ending to this? Because <laughs> it's gone now. Like, how do I watch it again? And, uh, Damn, is that just real fucking good? I'm being uh, real life Google ad targeted uh, this week. So like, you know how when you're like, oh, I need to buy shaving cream, and then like your phone's like, hey, fuckface, I got some you. shaving cream for you. Yeah, I got you. Click this link. Uh, so as you know, I lead lead a very soft life. One of my biggest regrets is not seeing George Carlin live while he was alive. You and me both. So any comedian that I even have a passing interest in seeing, when they come through town, I'm going to see them. So John Lovitz is coming to town uh, for one night only and charging way too much for John Lovitz. We I convinced love you to go see him because I said he was in The Critic and you're like, oh, yeah, I will yeah. go see him. <laughs> uh, so, I, so I bought the tickets. And then this weekend we decided to DVR SNL because uh, my girlfriend was like, yeah, I've never watched that show, and I was like, well, everybody has their own cast that they're like, I don't like this cast, but we'll watch it. Uh, and apparently he was on like, as a guest appearance yeah, he this was, last weekend. He was, um... A Trump attorney. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh, what a weird coincidence. And before <laughs> I came down tonight to do the podcast, uh, he was a guest star on the Seinfeld episode that was playing in the background. And I was like, Son of a bitch, I'm being like, gaslit by John Lovitz now. <laughs> Two gaslight references in the same yeah, podcast. Yeah. I've I, also been holding in a Wendy Williams all episode, so. <laughs> I, is what I'm going to call when I have to fart on a broadcast. Just all you got to do is lean. So here's the deal. I was going <laughs> to mute my... Stop talking and let it out. <laughs> you have to make sure it's silence. I was going to mute my microphone. <laughs> and then I was like, I'm not 100% sure if my mic is coming through the webcam or the microphone, I was like, I don't want to mute the microphone, bust ass, <laughs> and then think I got away with it. <laughs> and then have it on the internet forever. So I've just been, uh, you know, hanging on to it. You've, you've done, far, you've done far more embarrassing things on this podcast than fart. 
that are stored on the internet forever. That is correct, but nobody's ever going to watch this. Everybody's seen Wendy Williams. Part. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think that's about all the time we have this week. Again, gamenightnow.com has links to uh, all the podcast services that we're available on. Also, uh, if you want to check out an example widget, go to gamenightnow.com. Yeah, if, you, if, if anybody knows how to get rid of that example widget on our contact page, you can email us right from that contact page, dan at gamenightnow.com. <laughs> uh, again, for Dan, Jeff, Steve, we'll see you next week. <laughs>